I talked to my installation guy that does foam. He said he used to buy a kit. One kit would do a house in foam. Okay. Open cell is for two, is for wood. Okay. There's two types of foam: open cell and closed cell. Open cells for wood, closed cells for metal buildings, commercial. Okay. One kit would do a home. He used to buy it for twelve hundred dollars. It is close to thirty eight hundred dollars right now. Wow. Just in foam and eighteen weeks to get it. Because, and this is no politics here, the Trump administration was manufacturing here in the U.S. The yeah. current administration, to save money, outsourced it. Well, that out the countries over there don't have it, therefore it costs. So it's just a big domino effect. Yeah. And yeah. so anyways, yeah. but these new, inter- so they're adopting new codes to make houses more efficient, but we can't keep up because the manufacturing, we don't even can't reduce it. Welcome to Winning Strategies Playbook. The podcast where we welcome business leaders, CEOs, and industry experts to discuss the rise to the top, building wealth, and real estate insights. Here's your host, Jeremy Spann. Welcome to Winning Strategies Playbook. For more information on this show, go to our website, myexperiencedrealtor.com, experience with an ED. Click on podcast. You can download this episode and all the other episodes from all the different platforms. Of course, you're looking to buy, sell real estate anywhere on the planet. Go back to the homepage, click find a trusted professional, and we will get you connected with someone that knows how to represent your interest the way it should be. But today we're not, well, we're kind of going to talk about real estate. I got another return guest my beautiful friend. I don't know about that, but I'll take it. I don't know. <laughs> Dustin, I think you're kind of handsome. Dustin Stum, my favorite general contractor, one that I trust inherently, building a house for me right now. Yeah. We're going to talk about how jacked up the supply <laughs> chains are and the labor chains are and all that fun stuff. And uh, so we don't need to jump back through his journey, but welcome back to the show, brother. I really appreciate it. I really do. Talking about all the stuff, might need water, I might need a little bit more stronger stuff because the you looks know, of it, it's going to be, uh, it's not going to get any better. So Yeah, going to get you wound up here. I well, know, you, yeah. Well, you know, I always got to start one of these off with a joke. Okay. Okay. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> yeah, n- nobody should be either. Nobody should be. All right, I watched the documentary about how to fix steel work together last night. It's riveting. <laughs> you know, oh, James I, Van Hook. Oh, oh, man. You know, at some point, maybe someone should just email me better jokes so that way I don't have to scan through Google to, to do this. Like, actually, get actually, Dan Verbowski. Sends me good jokes from time to time. I need to I need to catch up with him. And just that was say, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I literally Googled that like two seconds before we started this. Right. There's no effort <laughs> other than, hey, Siri, I need a construction joke. Right. Right. Or a dad joke. Right. 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 Just as long as it's not long. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because then I remembered uh, when I recorded with Bobby yesterday, I think I forgot to do a joke. So, oh, I love them. They're hilarious. No, they're not. Oh, yes. That's what's so funny about them. They're not. They're, yeah, that's what the funny part is, is that they're not funny, which therefore makes them Correct. Funny. Absolutely. So let's talk about some frustrations you have right now. Yeah. And therefore, if you have the frustrations, that means I have the frustrations. Exactly. Other people 
have that frustration. So let's just jump right into this. What's going on out there in the construction world? It's a complex situation. So long story short, if I can make it that way, is a lot of people don't know that the DFW, mar- well, you know, in real estate, DFW market's probably one of the hottest in the country, right? Everybody's migrating here. Yep. But in the building side, we led every Metroplex in the nation in building single family homes. 2021, there was actually from Dallas Morning News and the National Association of Home Builders, 58,000 new homes built last year alone. That's just new build single family. So with a supply chain and low labor shortage, we were still to pump out 58,000 units, which is huge. So crazy thing is on that is you got 58,000 units being built. However, with the lumber shortage and the labor shortage, manufacturing all that per home on average was an increase of $39,000 just from lumber and rising prices and everything else. So what you have is you have this contract with a buyer and it's hypothetically 400,000 and then with changes in lumber, it gets to about 450 where they can't afford it anymore. So what do they do? Look for other buyers and they come all day long. So long story short, we have a labor shortage, manufacturing shortage. So what we did pre-pandemic, everything was running smoothly. Everything was great. Obviously everybody knows about COVID. Well then we can't go to work. So everything that was in the manufacturing plants was used up. So now we're playing catch up and we can't keep up. And you have the trucking shortage, which people don't want to drive from all over the country to get to where all the manufacturings need to be done or supplies. Then you have the ships out in sea that can't get there because the three big manufacturings we get our wood from is British Columbia, which they had a huge mudslide up there. So that threw manufacturing down. Then you have the west side, which had huge wildfires. Everybody knows about the wildfires. So that threw that big wrench into things. And then Canada. Well, with the Biden administration, they just doubled the tariffs. So when they double the tariffs, it gets brought down to the consumers and us builders. So therefore, that's why per linear foot of board jumped up to $1,700, the highest it's ever been in history. $1,700. $1,700 per board foot or excuse me, per thousand board foot. Board foot is one square foot, one inch thick. So you got a thousand of that. It's the most, most of the time it's $300. Okay. So that kind of gives you perspective. So for instance, the new build we're doing or a remodel mm-hmm. is luckily I have good relationship with reps and whatnot, but we try to get, so what basically you get what you can get right now. Yeah. I have a lumber company that I've used in Weatherford. They're no longer, you can't go buy anything anymore. You have to build a house through them in order to get lumber. So you can't go over there and go buy lumber right now. Wow. Uh, You have to have, hey, here's my house plans. Let's build it. So. Now, was that something they were doing before? Was building houses before this? No, it's just a lumber yard. So you could go get two by fours. You can go get LVLs, which for people don't know what LVRs are. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so, so. If I understand this right, they weren't in the home building space before. They were in the lumber selling space. And my guess is through probably two things. One, because of the cost, they needed to stay profitable. Correct. And two, they were able to find another way to be profitable by getting into the construction space of home building itself. That's correct, because you're going to sell as a package. Mm. You're not going to have as a DIY or some handyman that's like hey i need four two by fours no mm-hmm. we're buying a thousand mm-hmm. and we're so yes they monopolized on that 
but at the same time, it's not you're not a hardware lumber store anymore. You're just strictly for building homes, and that's all they are. Yeah, so they solved almost their own supply chain issue since they were a distributor before, and then now they're able to stay even higher profitable because they're not out hustling that lumber out the door. They're selling it basically to their own Exactly, sales, and then it's right? like, when's it going to come in? Controlling costs, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing, too, is, hey, we can give, you know, I get clients all the time is, hey, what's the, what do we look like on schedule, right? I can give you a ballpark, right? but you can just take that paper and throw it out in the wind. Yeah. Because I can tell you could be here in four weeks. Windows right now are 16 to 24 weeks out. Windows? Windows alone. 16 to 24 weeks? 16 to 24 weeks once you place the order. And what you're having now is a lot of window companies saying, we're out of the remodel business. We're just doing new construction. They're monopolizing. Yeah. But at the same time, you're having a lot of developers saying, hey, we can't get water lines we can't get a lot of stuff so there's a lot of development that's kind of stopped so if you have the land building developing stopping then you're gonna have the remodelers come in yeah it's kind of funny and i know you remember this because you're over here building a house for me is uh so we bought this property with the intention to scrape the house and then start construction on it and you know i won't go over some of the the (laughs) frustrating moments of some of the folks we were dealing with to be able to get that done but one of the things that was really interesting is the seller had not turned off the gas. Correct. And so after the sale of the house, it was like, okay, in order to get our permits, we need to get the water done, right? Which since then, I really, I, I, I got to give a plug for the uh, city of Fort Worth Water Department. It was a real challenge for us to get water turned on at several of these properties, I mean, like painful, like I would have to go down there and spend an hours and I emailed and God, I wish I had her name off the top of my head. She's like the deputy director of the water department. And then what she did is she ended up assigning somebody that handles all of our account stuff now. And now everything is done quickly. That's nice. Right. But we didn't have that back then. So that was a challenge trying to get the water meter added for, for doing that. And then the gas thing, because in order we need to be able to have that for the permit so it was like okay so i called atmos and atmos was like well you the gas is still on you need to have the other person turn it off and if you remember we went back and forth oh, on yeah. this for weeks <laughs> exactly so i get james get a hold of the seller's rep and gets a hold of the seller who okay call atmos and turn off the gas and well we can't turn it off because you no longer own the house <laughs> It's like, what? right? I mean, this was going back and forth oh, yeah. for weeks. Oh, yeah. And I was like, how the hell? Now, now, so we have it in our processes, is that 72 hours out from a closing, hey, have all this stuff turned off. Exactly. Unless it's a tenant occupied property and so right. forth, and it's under the tenants, right? So forth, because they're not in charge of it, uh, or not not in the buying process. And then, if, and then, what we do is we have our, our folks, you know, now we have an Atmos person, we have a water person, we got Great. an AT&T person, mm-hmm. we got the electric person, we got everybody. Well, they're part of an email that goes out and going, hey, don't forget, we need to have all this turned on on Sounds April 6th. Right. Whatever today, right, or whatever day it is on any of those days. Because that literally drug out our timeline. Exactly. And this was us just trying to get the house to get the permit to demo, demo the house. Correct. Right? Yep. And then, so finally we get that, and then we get into it, and then we were waiting on the next set of things and so forth, so forth, where 
And I got to remember, remember, I got a call from a concerned parent because we already had a lease ready to go on this house that is there to move in June 1st. And he's like, I, I don't, he's like, man, look, I'm in the commercial multifamily construction space. I, I don't know that my kid's going to be able to move in there before the school year, let alone June 1st. That's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So I called you and I was like, hey, is there anything you need to be concerned about? And you go, nope, we will be on course. Come hell or high water, right. we will get them in there June right. 1st. And I said, cool, I just need a favor. I'll send you a bottle of booze. Right. Can you call this guy and tell right. him this? <laughs> and then so so then once we were, because you've gotten creative on how to do some of this stuff now. Correct. Right? That we're doing a little different. Correct. Right? Uh, let's talk about that for a second. So not to talk ill will about the city of Fort Worth, but – the best way I can describe it is is that we have a labor shortage that everybody knows about. So you have whatever you can grab, the best they can be in that department, I guess you could say. Yeah. So on this particular project is, you know, used to is four different pieces of paper you need to fill out. We're good. Submit it. I could go down there and submit it. Well, when COVID happened, everything was online. And that's what they want you to do. Submit it on, submit it on, submit it online. So I would submit everything get a checklist, and then I'll get an email reply. Well, you're missing this. Well, you're missing this. And so it's like, like you said, the, the process. they didn't ask you to Cor- have prior correct. to the, yeah. So you have this process that you're talking about. Okay, we're going to check A through Z. Well, if you know that's a new construction, which I can't find it anywhere on your website, <laughs> nor can I find it anywhere in your packaging, then this should have given it to me the first time or I wouldn't be going through these processes. These yeah. steps, again, keep delaying the project. Yeah. And so when I would submit something, I mean, literally, every, something would come back. A Motney diagram. Well, they don't even know what a Motney is because they're like, it's got to look different. I'm like, no, it's got to... Anyways, yeah. it's just frustrating. So they want, they want A through Z boxes checked, but they don't provide you what A through Z line items are. Correct. Gone through that on several little things where I've even picked up the phone and then been on the phone... With somebody down there, I actually got a hold of the phone, and they were like, "Hell, we don't know." Exactly. On stuff, and you're like, "Well, how, how? Who? Well, who knows?" Well, and then that's the frustrating part is like, "Hey, we got a permit. We starting." Well, then I have to relay that message to the homeowner or who yeah. I'm dealing with, an investor or whatnot. And it's like, "Well, we're doing this. Well, why wasn't that done beforehand?" I didn't know anything about it. It's something new. Well, it was like when uh, when we had the Mira Vista building after you know the tenants had vacated, we needed to get power turn on. That took us, what, like two, three months? Months. Because they were like, well, it's considered a commercial building. You need to file for a commercial permit. Does it tell you which commercial? So so my father-in-law would apply for it. Okay, that's the wrong permit. You need to file for this one. And it was like, file for that one. Oh, yeah, well, you don't have this. Exactly. Two months to get power turned on because it's just so ambiguous. There's no, like, hey, if you have this type of building— these are things you're going to need. Exactly. Or, hey, if you're going to do new construction, these are the things you're going to need. And that's incredibly frustrating. Very. Right? For every, all parties involved, right? So I imagine it's even got to be frustrating for the workers for the city down there because I'm sure they get tired of getting the calls and everything else that they're like, well, who who, who didn't do their job that day to make out some line items? Exactly. And then I was, I finally got enough and said, I'm coming down. I've got to meet whoever I need to meet. I want to meet the supervisor because yeah. enough's enough. Like, I got to have my permit. We're delaying this. We already have a, they don't need to know this, but we already have a lease on the, I got to get done. Yeah. Right. I got to get started on this. So I finally met someone. And so I'm sitting down there waiting to get, seeing her. And she's like, all you need to do is write a letter and explain what's going on. I was like, that's all you need? Yeah, fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. Doc, you sign, sign it. Supervisor comes like, 
that letter has no bearing whatsoever. And I'm like, the left hand needs to talk to the right yeah. hand. Like this starts at the top and works its way down. Because I simply said, if I ran my business like this, I would fail. Yeah, I would literally fail. And it's, and it's just super frustrating. But I think we had things in place. It was a yeah. learning process, but we have our people. I got a person in design now. All I got to do is send her an email and saying, what's the deal? Everything's been submitted. So it's just a process. I think there's a whole new revamping they're doing down there. But when it comes from the permit side, it's, it's I mean, it could be two or three months before you get something. Yeah. Which no, is absurd. It, it is crazy. When you have everything checked off the box that they need. Yeah, because now you got to be able to put that into your timeline Right. Right. Because if you're buying a house or you're buying a property on October 1st, expecting it to be done, let's say by March 1st, well, now you better put some more lead time in there like June 1st, just based on the wait and hold period to be able to get what you need. Correct. Right. And so it's just very frustrating. A lot of drinking. Um, But it's the stuff that people don't understand what goes behind the scenes. You know, what I'm doing at night or submitting when I can and submitting everything we can to get everything going. But it's just, you're at the... There was another thing that it did cause you to be creative on on some of the construction here, though, where I was like, man, it's going to take a lot of time to frame that out. And you go, hold on, I got a solution for that. Right. So with the manufacturing shortages and everything, hey, for instance, the siding for the project we're working on. Yeah. I ordered that back in November. Yeah. I have 20 sheets. 20 sheets maybe could do half a side of that house. Yeah. It's 10 weeks still back ordered right now. Well, I don't have that time to wait. So yeah. what did I do? Grabbed the trailer, went around North Texas, found what I could find. Like I told you earlier, yeah. you get what you can get. Yeah. So with these manufacturing shortages, I said, why not do a prefab? It's the same thing. Yeah. Instead of building from sticks, it's already prefab then you manufacture. And they're going to have the lumber. And we got it out in two and a half weeks. Yeah, that was really impressive because when that slab went down, man, the, the walls and the roof were up. Right? Exactly. And it was a lot quicker, which we were able to, you know, close that gap that had been created. Correct. You know, and then get in the siding. What he's not suggesting is he's not suggesting we went out and bought a non-feasible product. Correct. We just bought something that wasn't the same product we intended to use, which sometimes you get what you get and it's going to cost at a higher cost. Correct. Right? Because you're buying whatever's available. Exactly. Right? To, to be able to get this done. And I was like, hey, do whatever. We're going to paint this thing anyway. Exactly. So just for the consumer to know anybody out there, on siding, there's two main manufacturers. James Hardy, which everybody knows, and there's LP. Mm-hmm. Both of them are good. James Hardy's been around quite longer, but they're still durable, great product. Well, James Hardy's back ordered. Some people had it. LP was in stock. Couldn't find it any manufacturer. Went to Lowe's and went to Arlington, Dallas. I was like, whatever you got, load it. Yeah. We're needing it. I can take back what we don't use. Yeah. But that's what you got to do in this world right now. Yeah. Because you can't rely on this manufacturing and shipment and everything. It just takes too long. Yeah. I mean, no. what, November to now, was that six, seven months? November to seven. Yeah. Yeah. And still 10 weeks. Yeah. So anyways, you get creative in what you got to do and, and find what you can find and so, but the one thing, another thing, go back with the city that was super frustrating is we would have been done two weeks ahead of time, but we had the site plan and everything like, no, we don't like how, cl- how far back that is. You need to come closer to the street. And I'm like, what? Since when? There's setbacks that you have by law mm-hmm. that's in there and that's what we went by. But now you want it brought further and now you want A, B, and C. And it's just, so that pushed another two. So like you're saying, you got to yeah. put a buffer in there, which we did. Yeah. But on new homes right now, you know, used to, you could build a new home for months. Not Pre-COVID. Now. Pre-COVID. Oh, yeah. You're seven, eight, could be nine months. Yeah. 
And that's with everything, no, the customer not making a change And that's wash, order. rinse, repeat. Houses, that's correct. Right? Like that's we're correct. not talking about custom homes. Mm -mm. We're talking about, we've already got the plans. We've already got everything. We've already built a thousand of these. And that's that. Yeah. Yeah. That's adding a lot of, that's adding a lot of the pressure. So going back to something you said earlier, based on, you know, the manufacturing companies shutting down the truckers and the ports and everything else, we were still able to deliver 58,000 houses in 2021 because we were using what they had in stock. That's correct. And then we hit 2022, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we utilize all that stock. Well, manufacturing or the supply chains are still playing catch up. So we depleted what was on the shelves. Correct. Right. Kind of like toilet paper during COVID. Right. Correct. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. Right. You're sitting here you're like, well, what do you do whenever you're, you got to wait for them to catch up? Correct. Right. And they were shut down for months. Which could take years. Yeah. That's what they're pro projecting is years to get back to the what you call normal. Yeah. Which I don't think we'll ever be back there. And then you have the labor shortages because people don't want to work. Yeah. You know? And so the problem is what I've heard in the ports and everything else is the materials there. They just don't have people able to unload it to get them out. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we just have a huge, huge problem. But it, I don't know. There's light at the end of the tunnel, but it's very minute. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a tiny little simmer yep. of a light. Right? And the thing is, like when it comes to new builds or remodels, is the biggest problem is, and you hear this all the time, the shortages, the shortages. But I call it the domino effect. So for instance, we're framing, we gotta have LVLs. So LVLs taking place, or if you have an older home, we wanna take out that wall. Mm -hmm. Well, we gotta support that wall. Yeah. So an LVL is a laminated veneer, it's tiny pieces of wood with adhesive they do for the manufacturing. Right now, I just checked where I got here, 16 to 18 weeks for that LVL to come in. I used to buy LVLs for about 200 bucks, $1,000 each now. Wow. So where I'm getting out with the domino effect is we need that beam to go in, to do electrical, everything else. Well, I'm waiting 16 weeks. And if I'm waiting for, hey, the client, we're gonna do a refinance. Okay, well then we're not buying till you're funded. Mm -hmm. Well then now, okay, is the price has risen? I don't know. Cause I used to do a bid that would last four, five, six months. It lasts five days. Yeah. So now we're doing cost plus bids, which I'll go into that in a second. But where I'm getting at is the manufacturing shortage and everything, it just delays the project. Well, if that's delayed, Electrical is delayed, HVAC is delayed, and then we require permits. So we had that inspectors come in and look at everything. Well, then that delays. So that just delays the whole project from trim, lumber, sheetrock, everything. So it's just a, it's Like it's if tough. you're waiting on a permit or an inspector, that could very well, it takes them a week to get out there. And then the next week, lumber spiked again, could have cost very, caused very well. Now it's gonna cost even more just because of not even a month's of delays but just a few days of delay correct right. few days I always say if there's a day the way i do in terms if it's a day or two of delay it's a week delay in the project wow. simple as that so wow. if you have five days five weeks yeah and now they're having a shortage of inspectors so now they're rolling over inspections hey i need inspection monday and i schedule it well then i'll get an email it's been rolled over to tuesday well then it's been rolled over to wednesday mm -hmm. and i'm like i got to get this done. i mean there's more than just me out there there's yeah. several out there but yeah. it's just beyond frustrating and there's it's out of your hands yeah it's literally out of your hand and then you'll have a random inspector come in oh i want this this and this where again no line items that you could have followed before. show me where that's in y'all's code book yeah. it's what i want i'm the governor authority well it's like this other recent project right that we're doing this is and you know this one's still a hot button for you and I, is when we built um, the cover parking on one of our places. All right, 
And we're not talking five years ago. We're talking, we're coming up on the two-year mark. We're not even at 24 months ago. It's 2020, right? This was May of 2020, mm -hmm. right? Inspectors out there, pull permits, ominous, dominus. Because remember, they go, well, part of the problem is you got this doorstep concrete pad mm -hmm. comes out too far. If you cut that thing off by six inches, you'll be good to go. Okay, so we do that. And ominous, dominus, this gets done. So then it was like, okay, well, we just bought this other property in, in Ju July. So which we bought this other property. We got approved for that one. Buy this other property. 14 months later, like, hey, can you throw that up? This is in July of last year. <laughs> and when did we finally start getting that thing up? We just got the permit two weeks ago. Two weeks and ago. I got the cedar by traveling all around and finding it. And we are digging as we speak and should be going up next week. And the thing that was interesting is when... You know, it was one thing after another, right? Well, you know, the survey says this. Okay, well, you know, we did that. And we, oh, well, you need this and you need that. And it's just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Then we get all the way to it. And we're literally, by the way, where this other place is that we're doing it, is I'm not exaggerating, like two blocks away from the other house. Correct. Oh, yeah. It's two blocks. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Two blocks. And then I'll never forget is when you said, hey, uh, give me a call. And I was like, man, I hate that. I hate when you do Mr. that. Mr. Good News. Right, Mr. Good News. And you go, yeah, we, so we're going to replicate the very same thing mm -hmm. that we had just done, not even just over a year earlier, and you're like, they say we can't do that. And I was like, well, why can we not do that? And they said, well... Because they changed, what was it? They changed Zone, the, code, the code, code and the zoning and the fire rated now. Right, right. And I was like, well, when did they do that? And he said, like, 2018 or something like that. And I was like, so was the one we did on Merida not the right one? And, and you went, yeah. And I was like, didn't they approve that mm -hmm. one? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, so if it changed in 2018, how did they let us do it over here? And then now they're not going to let us do it over here. It, doesn't, it just makes no sense None. whatsoever. And you're trying to explain to the tenants, right? You signed a lease that said uh, they, they extended their lease where the rent goes up right. significantly because you're going to have cover parking, 100%. right? This is a big amenity for, for, for kids in, in the TCU space, right? Because Texas and you get all these hailstorms and oh, everything yeah. else, right, that come in. And... So here it is. We were like, yeah, we're going to have that thing right up, thinking it would just be like Meredith. Correct. Right? We thought that thing could be up and done by August. Mm -hmm. We're in April, and the new lease executes June 1st, and they may have the fortune of making it through the May storms. <laughs> they will. Right? We're going to get it up, yeah. but yes. But, but it was just like the actual doing part of it well, doesn't take that long. No. It was the getting to be able to do it that took so long. Well, exactly. And that's yeah. another thing like, hey, this is what we're going to go with. Like we said, rinse and repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. Wash. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know what's going to be. Let's go ahead and order the trusses. Let's order everything. Well, then I've learned I'm not doing that until I have a permit in hand because it went from a five bay to a four bay because of what their city requirements oh, wanted. Yeah. So if I were to go ahead and buy the trusses and all that, yeah. we're, we're, we've got six or seven trusses, just money wasted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if we could get ahead of it, as soon as we got the permit, we're done. Yeah. But you can't do it. It's beyond. There's no consistency. None. 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 And then talking with a good rapport with some inspectors and third party is Fort Worth about to adopt a new energy code. So what that means... You're, you're looking at me like this is going to start costing me more Well, money. the problem is, is that, for instance, on the energy code, attic or ceiling insulation, they want R38. Mm -hmm. Well, good luck finding that. Yeah. It's hard to find. 
And new builds now, they want you on 16-inch centers. Well, R38, and a lot of times that's available, is 24-inch centers. So what are you going to do? Buy 24 and cut off 8 inches, and then what are you going to do with that, right? So they're going to go looking at going to R49. Now, let's do some logic here. Post-COVID world, labor shortages, manufacturing shortages, you can't even get R38. They don't even manufacture R49. So... So help me understand. <laughs> All right, help. And I and I already know the answer to my very dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Why the hell would they do that when it's like, oh, you're going to make a mandate? You're you literally at that point, you're either going to have to say, okay, well, there's no construction until they start making this, or okay, well, we made that rule, but we're going to line strike that rule. That's what's that's what's probably going to happen is, hey, we're going to put this off until manufacturing catches up. It's yeah. I can go on a whole thing of, of electrical and arc faults with condensers. They put it in there and it kept on tripping all the time. And so they just said, hey, we're so going to we're going to eliminate that one. Explain right the now. audience the difference, you know, between the R24, R38, R49, all that. So and walls, usually homes are built in two by four. So you have three and a half inches of space, either brick or you got siding or whatnot. So that's the thickness of you have to work with. If you have two by sixes, then you have five and a half inches. So a typical house, two by fours, the thickness R13 is what the standard was. That's three and a half inches of faced insulation, or you can buy it non-faced. It doesn't matter. And so two by four walls, R13. When they were starting to... 2018, they pushed R15. So if you go into Home Depot or Lowe's, you'll see a green bag R15. Well, now they're going to R18, still not manufactured. So for the consumer, two by four walls, R13, R15. Two by six walls, R19, because it has five and a half inches of thickness. And the thickness of the insulation is the energy factor for heat and cool. Keeps your house cooler in the summer, keeps your house warmer in the winter. And in the R38 that's in the ceiling, it goes in your attic space to keep the heat from coming down into the house. So it's all about thickness. Yeah. You can do foam, which is energy efficient. That's what they were pushing, but then they realized, okay, we're getting too energy efficient. So then you had to get a recovery ventilation system. So it's just all these things you're kind of juggling, but I talked to my installation guy that does foam. He said he used to buy a kit. One kit would do a house in foam. Okay. Open cell is for, two, is for wood. Okay. There's two types of foam, open cell and closed cell. Open cells for wood, closed cells for metal buildings, commercial. Okay. One kit would do a home. He used to buy it for $1,200. It is close to $3,800 right now. Wow. Just in foam. And 18 weeks to get it. <laughs> because, and this is no politics here, the Trump administration was manufacturing here in the U.S. Yeah. The current administration, to save money, outsourced it. Well, that out the countries over there don't have it, therefore it costs... So it's just a big domino effect. Yeah. And yeah, so anyways, yeah. but these new, inter so they're adopting new codes to make houses more efficient, but we can't keep up because the manufacturing, we don't even can't reduce it. So who are the decision makers in their infinite wisdom that are causing these complications? That's a great question. And then my next question would be, is more of a rhetorical question than anything else. My next question would be, do those decision makers have a panel of people that are out here in the working, doing it day to day to go, yeah, in theory, that sounds like a good idea, but in reality, that's not gonna happen because that stuff just doesn't exist, right? Well, you, you know, 
I'm not saying politics, but your city managers and everything, if you get a new city manager, they're the ones throwing the main, major things. In there. They're the big decision makers in the city. So I know Fort Worth has got a new city manager, I believe. I might be wrong on that. But anyways, I know they're pushing this energy code envelope. But I know uh, being a member of the building association is they're going to the White House right now saying, we've got to fix this now. So I, that's a great question. I don't know, but I know a lot of inspectors and city inspectors and chiefs, they used to be in the industry and sometimes it's just a power trip. I, I, I will never understand it, but I, city managers, city inspectors and chief inspectors are the ones that push this envelope. And what, and you, and, and you think that comes from just that's more of see what I can do than it I is. Agree. Yes. Than, I've experienced than, it in different cities. I know Arlington's really bad. Benbrook's pretty bad. Yeah. Sometimes it's a complex. I don't know. I don't understand it. I'll never understand it because you have master trades that are out there that have been doing this for 30, 45 years, and they'll come in there and try to tell them you need to pull bigger wire and this and that. And it's like, hey, it's the same wire. You know, now everything's got to be 12-2 wire around to everything, which doesn't make any sense either. Yeah. And uh, I was looking it up just now. It's the same same guy, but I, I think that he, he – so he's been the city manager – since 2014 and you know and it's like this is you know mayors and city managers and all these folks right they're they're a lot like football coaches eventually you're going to get replaced exactly right and i think an inspector had told me that there's a big shift coming to fort worth and that's where that's where my information's coming from but it, yeah. they don't even they don't even know they're getting thrown to the wolves too because they're saying hey we're adopting this we don't know if we adopt this so it's like what are you going to prove what do you, you know, it's just it's beyond frustrating. You'll have one inspector come in and say something, then another inspector come in and say something totally different. So you're not on the same page. <laughs> and I, I, I guess I've never understood why the NFL – well, again, I'm asking rhetorical questions that I know that I should probably know the answers to since I spent some time in the government myself, is I just don't understand why there isn't a collaborative effort on the side of elected officials to look internally into – their operating operating mechanisms that are here to support the city, which therefore benefit the people who elect them to get these done because this housing shortage oh, is an issue. Huge. Right? And people are coming here, as as James says, they're they're loading up on a seven eighty seven every day and dropping here and staying. Oh absolutely. Right? And and it's like you you're gonna run out of play. I mean we're seeing it. Like I, I can't believe what things are trading for. Oh, it's right now. Then, then here's even the scarier part of it, right? And this is not to deter anybody from buying real estate because I do believe that right about now that is the safest place you could put your money is in dirt and or four walls and a roof on Absolutely. a piece of dirt, right? Absolutely. Because it's a hard asset, and the scarcity is going to continue for a long time. But you got rates that are inflating, right? Or you got, you know, and then which therefore is affecting, you know, the the short term and long term yield rates mm -hmm. on treasury bonds. You know, then you've got this huge migration of folks that are coming in here, right? And, and it's just, it's an issue. And who I really feel for, and I talked about this on one of the episodes yesterday, is what about the people who five years ago, for the first time in their life, they could finally afford. To buy their first home. Mm -hmm. That not hey, unless you saved up a hundred grand to throw down, that's not happening. Nope. You're gonna be in multiple offers. And these are folks, these and by the way, that's these are the folks that we need in the labor markets, right? Absolutely. You know, so these are the folks that are not your 
$100,000 a year workers right. that need a place to live. And then even then, like on like even renting, mm-hmm. right? Huge rent shortage too. Huge rent. Even on apartment complexes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like James's is up in, in uh, next month, and he said, dude, I mean, he goes, I ain't going to miss it. He's got a two-bedroom apartment that he's been paying $2,400 a month for. Wow. For an apartment. Wow. And it's in a decent location, right? right. It's down there by downtown Fort Worth. Right. But, Twenty four hundred yeah. a month. I was like, man, I don't spend that on my house payment in escrow. <laughs> exactly. And my house is five times the size of his right. apartment, right? And and so, th- this is a, this is an issue, and and we we see that, you know, like I, I have so many people come up and they're like, hey, I was thinking about selling my house, I want to go buy something, you know, whatever, and I'm like. Man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'd stay put. Oh, absolutely. Because you, I have no problem selling your house. I don't know what we're gonna buy. Yeah, where are you gonna go? Well, like even Laura and I, right? We've been we've been trying to downsize for six months. We're not just in this industry. We're number one in mm-hmm. Sotheby's industry. You know, your wife works with us. We're number six in all of Fort Worth. And even we're not finding because we're not in the mode to buy something we need. We are in the mode to buy something we want, which is half the square footage we have now that's in the area that we like <laughs> even we you know and, and and i'm like i'm like well so i told her i said well we might be over there and you know where we're at for another year mm-hmm. i just told her i said that you know just because that's the reality is we need to be prepared to execute upon seeing that but that could be next month or that could be this time next year absolutely right and then like whenever i hear you talking about the remall stuff is We'd even thought, like, hey, what if we just buy something that just needs to be all gutted and redone? And it will just gut, not that we want to do that again. Right. right? I mean, we've done that right. time two or 20 and tired of doing that. But but even then, you know, like, I'll, you and I'll have a beer, and you're like, yeah, maybe. Because some of the stuff you want to replace is not going to be there, right? You know, I mean, like, you might need windows, and only windows are going to new construction right now. Right. Or, you know, all these different factors where it's like, well, hell you know what are you know and it's not that i am dying to get out of my house or anything I mean, it's a good house no, good absolutely location, good neighborhood yeah everything but it's like man when i fly in and i walk in and i'm like this is a lot of house like, a lot of house to keep up what the hell am i doing right. what the hell am i doing with 2500 exactly. square foot of, you know, <laughs> exactly. to be in to be in fort worth for five four or five nights right, right. and then right. laura's still back up in colorado right, right. Where, I'm usually going to use the shitter, the the kitchen, not even the kitchen because I'm I'm out at all these meals, right? So I'm maybe coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm not don't have time to watch TV, so it's like the bedroom. Right. So I was just like, hey, cool. Maybe I can just put a tin out at your place. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I got room for you. Yeah. You can be out there <laughs> shooting water guns at me and stuff. Right. I can see your kid out there on his little. You know, ATV thing like running over me in the tent and all that. And Jackson and Walker, you know, going, "Hey, Walker, this is what you do when you learn how to drive these things." Right. And run me over. <laughs> and speaking of that, because you did add a new addition to your family since last time you were on I the show. Did. I did, Mr. Walker. Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, that's what everybody says. I no, laugh at yeah. that every time. <laughs> Michelle, don't get it, but I. It's just anyways. Yeah. No, uh, Walker. He's seven months old and. Um, perfect so we're blessed with two boys and couldn't be happier yeah and we're in t-ball right now at jackson so that's great he's having a blast are you coaching at i'm assistant coach yeah mm-hmm. so it means you deal with other parents mm-hmm. what's that like it's great <laughs> <laughs> 
You see, this is when I learned there's a word called facetious. Uh-huh. And that means that's sarcastic. 100%. I had to Google it. And uh, it seems like you're being facetious right now. Just a little under, bit. Yeah. Parents get wound up about their kids in sports. Oh, it does. Know. And I always say in a couple You're of like parents, this damn T-ball. Oh, I know. It's like the fucking MLB, but man. Alita, <laughs> they always say Alito is a different breed out there. I mean, it's yeah. serious. And so it's it's fun. Yeah. Jackson's excelling. He's loving it. Wanting to practice every night. So balancing that and work. And it's a lot, but it's fun. He's a sweet kid, He too, is. Man. He's too sweet. He is. He is. He's. he's yeah, if there is such a thing, but he's, yeah. he's so sweet. He's just a good kid. And I'm not saying that because it's your kid. Because I see other people's kids, and I was like, man, if your kid's here, no one's running hell. I'm just telling you. <laughs> right? Like, what the hell? Like, do you, like, do you beat your kid? Man? Right. Yeah, and it still yeah. doesn't help. Yeah, I'm right. like, well, what the hell? You know, and here's Jackson. You know, he's just like, he's so nice and, like, wants to help people right. and stuff like that. Right. You know? It's good to see. It's, yeah. it's, it's reassuring. Well, it comes from say. having good parents. Oh, I appreciate that. We yeah. try. Yeah. We try. Yeah. That's why I don't know why you hang out with me. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know why you hang out with me. You're like, spend time to go get beer. Exactly. Well, I'm like, hey, can we talk? Yeah. If we talk over beers, it'd be a lot better. I'm like, yeah. We're going to need several. Well, the only reason you want to have beer with me last week is I was giving you a six-figure check. Well, right? that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's a big check. Woo! It is a big check. It was, that was the it's, second it's, one of those. I know, right? Oh. It was nice. And, you know, that's another thing, too, I'm doing within the remodeling. I'll wrap it up real fast is that, you know, we're requiring change orders now. Like, hey, it's not the good old buddy system. Yeah, we'll get that done. It's that because I wasn't getting paid on it. Yeah. And so now it's, oh, you want to change the windows? You want to change the trim? Here's the change order you need to sign, and I need it in blood. Yeah, in blood. By the way, why don't you go ahead and write a check for that right yeah. now, too? <laughs> right. That's why I tried to try to stay ahead of the program yeah. with you, right? Being real quick to get them checked. Well, it's good, though, too, because at that time, it's like, hey, I can give you, like you were talking about, you could set the price right now, and then five days. It's different. It's weight. It could be astronomical higher. Yeah. So it's like, hey, let's do this change order now and get this price. Beforehand, we'd be good for months, if not years. Yeah. You know, two dollars ninety six cents for a two bar. Well, now you're paying or two by four. Now you're paying eight bucks for that two by four. That's two ninety four pre COVID to eight dollars. That's for a just two by piece of lumber. Three three x the cost. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's basically what it is. Yeah. And then you are you're seeing these articles where, you know, people. That's why look. If, if you don't have, if you're listening to this and, and you don't have an experienced agent, reach out to us. Yeah. Go to that, click on find a trusted professional. Even if it's not us, we'll find you somebody because if, if your agent has only ever been trained to look at what we use here in Texas, which is a one to four contract, track contract, which most agents don't even know what's in that thing or understand what it is. You know, to look at a builder's contract, right, on these, like, you know, new construction mm, homes. Oh, 100%. Where there's a little fine writing that says, hey, we elect a right to give you your earnest money back and put this thing on the market. Because you're right, if they were under contract for 400 but now, because of their cost, it's they need it to be 450 Correct. But the scarcity and demand, they could put it back on the market and get 500 Why? Why wouldn't why they, not? right? Right. Right. Why wouldn't they? And, uh, and actually had a... One client where in January he said, hey, you know, the builder reached out and said, you know, I'll give you all your earnest money back, blah, blah, blah. And I said, ask me if he can give you double the earnest money, but don't agree to it. Right. And just tell me what he says. And he goes, he called me back and said, yeah. He said he would give me double my earnest money. And I said, 
I said, Let, let's make sure you, you sign the right contract. So looking back, right, and second, mm-hmm. Laura, you know, mm-hmm. detail, you mm-hmm. know, Nazi just going through it. And she's like, no, nah, they're good to go. Go, yeah, man, you don't need to sell that house. That's what I can tell you right now. And I think I'm just using broad numbers, right? right? It was like he was under contract and get this thing all in at like 300. The reason that builder wanted to do this is because he could have put it on the market and sold it for over 400. I was like, dude, you're getting a house with $100,000 equity in it. Same thing, we had another client. Here's what I'm talking about, where a year ago, weird incident from Frankenfreeze. Mm-hmm. He said, I should just let this house go. And I said, nah, man. I said, dude, I'm telling you, I'm looking at the data on this thing. I said, this house is going to be worth $100,000 more in the next 18 months. Wow. And I was wrong. So when we closed on it last week, after 12 months, not 18 months, it was worth, it appraised for 150 more. Wow. Right? Because of scarcity, Right. right. Market is changing that quick. Some people might go, well, that's creating a bubble. I was like, well, to have a bubble means you, at some point there's going to insinuate that there's a surplus. Correct. There is no, no surplus. No, not for a while. Yeah. You know, if any. I, we're even having conversations with our tenants now to go, you know, before when we would go, hey, you know, because this is a business we're running, right? And it's to go, okay, well, if you sign a two-year lease or three-year lease, then uh, we'll keep you at the same price. Right. Yeah, this next season we go into it, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because there's such a scarcity that I don't want to be stuck in at a price that I can be getting twice as much Exactly. For. exactly. Now, some people out there might go, well, that you're just price gouging people. No, no I'm keeping no, up with the market. the market. I'm the keeping mar- up with the market. The market's dictating it. Right? Yep, absolutely. You know, or, hey, do you want to sign a two, three-year lease, but the rent's going to bump to X? Right. And then it'll bump to Y, you know, because look, these are these are investments, financial instruments, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, right. And this is a luxury for you to you're you're competing with people that are doing this for luxury, exactly, right? Because of the niche market we are, so, you know, people living off campus, like th- this is a luxury arena, mm-hmm. right? I mean, because you can go fine. Other stuff that's, you know, close, it just, you might have a slumlord. Exactly. Right? You know, that doesn't fix anything. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're us, you know, the value we drive is like, look, we're going to handle that pest control. We're going to handle your landscaping. We're going to check your air filters. We're going to be responsive. We're going to fix things when they break. Exactly. And if you break them, then we're going to charge you for, for, for fixing them when they break. Right. And, and, and so people are seeing the value of what we do. And so we're like, so if this is a luxury item, then there's a high competition for it and a scarcity for this luxury item. Why wouldn't we charge more? Absolutely. Right? And if somebody goes, you know, that's BS. Go, really? So if this was your company and you had an opportunity to make more money, you're saying you would say no? No. Well, cool. You know, I hear there's a lot of property uh, that's coming up for sale over in Ukraine. I'm sure you can invest mm-hmm. heavily over there mm-hmm. to go find your well, your, exactly. your little socialistic whatever mm-hmm. as the Russians are over there occupying. Mm-hmm. You know, so so yeah, it's just it's not so like uh, you mentioned something the other day too that we're seeing uh, a mass shortage on is in the paint. Oh yeah, you can't even find oil based paint anywhere. Yeah, and oil based paint for anybody out there that doesn't know is like that's what we spray for cabinets and trim because it holds up really well and hardens. I asked Sherman Williams, he's like, we, we've been backordered for six months. So then what do you fall to? Water base. Or something close to oil base that can harden, but it's still not oil based paint. Yeah. So then you're on there fixing it every every year. Yeah. Or, you know, oil base is going to last 
long time. Yeah. To So, yeah, it's just across the board. I always say every industry got hit hard, but I really do feel like the construction industry got hit one yeah. of the hardest because, for one, manufacturing shortages and then the labor shortages. Well, and we were already experiencing that labor shortage before the pandemic. Correct. Right? I mean, we were already seeing signs of that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so now you combine the labor shortage with the supply chain shortage. I don't care if they can fix selling nails again if you got nobody swinging a hammer. Correct. And one of my framers who I use a lot, he's down. He had 15 guys. He's down to three. Wow. That's just one framing crew. Wow. Flooring. I mean, it's all across the board. Yeah. And so I just build these relationships where I have, you know, 12 years in the business and have really good, strong relationships. And one thing that I'm not saying toot my own horn sets me apart. Most people are net 30 Mm -hmm. on paying their subs. If you're done, I'm paying you on the spot. Yeah. And I think that goes a long way because they're not waiting 30 days to get that paycheck because either one, they got to pay for materials or pay their guys. I'm like, hey, if you did a great job and you're, you know, you're done, I'll pay you on the spot. Well, it's just like, yeah, like me, when you were in I was like, hey, when are you ready for that Correct. draw? And, and it, you went, it's going to be, actually, I was going to reach out to you in a couple of days. I want to be ahead of the right. program. And it's great. Keep, I want to keep on Mr. Good News' good side, <laughs> not Mr. Good News' bad side, right? Well, yeah, especially this yeah. times like we talked about earlier, is we can get it at that price right then, right there. And then a lot yeah. of people are saying, hey, I need 50% up front, you know, yeah. to buy the material so we can get it at that set price. Yeah. So, I mean, tile and all that, I don't think it's going to, the price is that much. It's the lumber. That's the big thing. The lumber, the lumber, the roofing's kind of stayed the same. Sheetrock's been there. It's lumber. But even then, uh, um, you know, talking to Jeremy and Matt, you know, they're like, yeah, depending on what shingles and what colors, maybe. Yeah. That's true, too. Right? Yeah. I mean, you can get it, but like we talked about earlier, you just get what you can get. And here's the thing, too, is let's say, Let's say it's a roof that the insurance, you know, said, yeah, you need a new roof. But now let's say that roof costs twice as much more. Mm-hmm. There's another domino effect. What do you think is going to go to your, what do you, you think is going to happen to your premium? Exactly. Well, hell, now it costs twice as much to do a roof. So exactly. now we're going to have to charge you more of a premium. Yep. It's the domino right? effect. Yeah. It's, it it's, affects everybody. It affects everybody. Yeah. Like uh, uh, I had uh, Jordan and, and Beth in here, and they have a, a boutique insurance company. And they were like, man, you know, like we, it's say, like, man, just getting policies written. Oh. Right? Just getting policies mm-hmm. written that they're experiencing. Uh, uh, you know, fortunately, I won't, I won't name any, any names, but we do have a big relationship, very big relationship. We do get some benefits, so we do get things done a lot quicker. <laughs> Mainly because of who it is. Right. Right. Uh, right. And we are using their products. Yeah. Right? It's like, well, okay, that's. At the detective's office, they call that a clue, right? <laughs> but I was like, man, how do you do it when you're the the little guy out there trying to compete? And it's taken, you know, they're like, yeah, because look, if you're going to close on a house and try to be competitive and close in 30 days, and they're like, man, we can't get a policy written. Mm-mm. Like, you better start at the day you go under contract. That's right. And hopefully you'll have it by the time you close. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's say you didn't buy the house with cash. You, you financed it. Well, guess what one of the requirements of the lenders are? They have insurance. That's so what right. do you do if you end up losing the house? Because the insurance company is like, oh, man, we couldn't get, get that, that thing written. Yeah. I mean, that's tough. It's huge. Right? You know? Yeah. And it was kind of funny. They said some kind of, uh, something kind of funny. As they were like, yeah, you're not seeing as many Geico commercials in 15 minutes <laughs> or less. Right. We'll save you 15% or more. That's right. Right? Nope. You know, you don't see as many of those, you, you know? It's and true. It ain't because they lack a, a advertisement no. budget because they're like, we can't. We can't. Oh, right? I, yeah, they can't. Yeah. 
It's crazy. It's yeah. a crazy world we live in. You just do it the best you can. Yeah. So what what other ones are you seeing the challenges in uh, on the lumber? I mean, we've talked about paint. You know, we've talked about insulation. Well, you know, another thing is, is you know, we already talked about windows. Trimming door, doors is a big one, too, that some people don't think about. So a lot of times you can get, like, your front doors are made out of real wood. Or some people are, like, in the custom, they want a real wood door. Good luck. Oh, here dude. we go again. I, I got I got another experience share with that one recently <laughs> up in my house in Colorado, right? So, you know, we've got these huge closets uh, upstairs, mm-hmm. and then we got the huge master closet. And I'm just lazy. I just get tired of moving my shit out, you know, whenever I'm going to be gone for a while. I was like, man, this cl- I mean, hell, that closet, you've been here, it's about the size yeah. of this room, right? right? <laughs> I'm like, how about we put a wall in the middle of this and doors that we can lock and we just keep all our stuff in there. Right. And then I don't have to move it all around. And then upstairs, those closets are so long, we'll put a door in the middle of those, and then that's where we'll store Christmas decorations. Absolutely. Now, whatever, right? Make it easier. $10,000 mm-hmm. to do the framing. Well, there was also some other stuff that we did too. But you get the paint, you get the trim, you get all that. And when Laura's like, oh, how about, you know, those are the only two places left with you know, carpet. How about we get some new hardwood floors? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Good luck on that one too. All time high. Let's do that. Yeah. Right. Timing's impeccable. Let's just go do it. Right. But, but you know, now I do have the convenience, but here's what he said. He's like, when he came in and they just finished that project, uh, um, the week we came back in the end of February, we had got them in position to get started, at least with all the process getting Mm -hmm. on the calendar, like, like uh, I think it was like six months earlier. Wow! And he had to order the doors then, mm-hmm. and the doors still didn't even come in after they started. The doors didn't get in until after they had finally started the project. Yep. Right. Yep. And then you know, and he was just like, "Hey, you know, get these doors." And I was like, "Yeah, hell, put them in the garage. I don't care. Right. Absolutely. Fill it up. Yeah. Right. I just I don't want to go through all this." And I'm like, "Wow." I, I got my closet split in two, but I have no way to shut the door because there is none. No, exactly. Well, that's a good point you're bringing up because right now in remodels, what I'm doing is, it's like, when can we start? When all the material's in. Yeah. Not doing it. Because a lot of these remodels, 90%, y'all were one of the few with the 10% that done lived there, but 90% are living through this remodel. And I always say, if you can live through a whole home remodel, you're not going to get divorced, I promise. Uh, Yeah. You can live through that. It's like hell. Dude, I tell you, is, you know, in Fox Hollow, and Laura and I got that house, and we had that other guy that was before we, you know, knew you. And uh, he, uh, you know, I, we lived in that house. And we started that in August of 2013, I think. And we were done in July of 2013, or 2014. Wow. And that was before all these issues. Correct, right. That's when everything was in, you can get That's your hands you on anything. That's when you know you love your spouse. Oh, yeah. Because you haven't managed to murder each other. Exactly. But you think about it a lot, <laughs> right? Because we were living upstairs where we didn't even have a kitchen. Right. We just had this, you know, we had a, a little, what do you call those, hot plates. Right. A microwave, a tiny little fridge. You know, and it was just, yeah, it was, yeah, that was, I, don't, I choose not to do that again. No, it's tough. And then yeah. last thing on one last manufacturing shortage that we're telling uh, clients, keep your appliances. Yeah. 
appliance. We had a couple of clients took almost 13 months for their appliances to get in. Wow. So if we're doing a remodel, hey, if it's a range, we're going to keep your old range right now until the new one comes in. Yeah. That way you have something to, yeah. we can try to make you functional. Well, if was, not, you have nothing to cook So on. on the week that we uh, closed on this property and I gave you that first check, mm-hmm. right? And you, the first thing you said is, I'm ordering the appliances today. Correct. Like It was like before we even had the plans. That's right. We're ordering them today. And then I think they, so that was back in uh, the end of September. And I think you said they finally came in in what, February, February. or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they said they're at the Royal House waiting. I said, perfect. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's so and that's just your builders. You know what I mean? It's not like it's the KitchenAid or a, yeah. a Wolf, which you're going to wait longer. That's just builder grade and it took yeah. that long. Talk, talk about that difference. I, I get that question a lot, and I'm not sure I explain it right. Is the difference, between, you know, what it means to be builder's grade and what are the other grades that are in there when somebody when somebody hears builder's grade? So there's nothing wrong with builder's grade at all. No, there's so not. There's not at all. So yeah. when people hear builder's grade, it's like, oh, it's a cheap product. No, it's not. It's yeah. not the middle ground. It's just right below middle. And yeah. mo- mostly what it is, it's the name brand. Yeah. So Whirlpool's the biggest manufacturer yeah. of appliances. So you have Whirlpool, they make, um, not LG, but anyways, long story short, you have the Wolf, you have the top brands, Wolf, Viking, all that. Yeah. You're paying for a name. Yeah. You really are. If, if I had to do a middle, if I had to tell a client, what's the best appliance package? GE yeah. all day. Yeah. And I believe GE, y'all put in y'all's house. Yeah. It's great. So builder's grade is just, a, it's a name. Yeah. It's just like a granite. Granite's granite. Yeah. But there's a builder grade because it's just a neutral color. It don't have the exotics from Brazil. There's nothing wrong with it. No. But it's just a builder's grade because of the price point. Yeah. And and this is the thing, too, is, you know, when, I, when I'll have clients go, well, you know, I'm either doing this remodel or doing this, doing that. And I said, man, unless you're just really charged up to get something custom, do builder's grade. Mm-hmm. And they're like... Well, you know, I want to increase the value of my house. I said, that, you know what's going to increase the value of your house? It's 10 people want your house. Exactly. <laughs> and you only have one house. Yeah, that's right. That's why. That's right. So on your uh, when you're saying build, there's build, builder's grade, mid-grade, and then high-end. Yeah. That's, your, that's your three categories. Yeah. So, but a lot of so times... Said, so, 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 because somebody was knocking over there. I don't let you, so, you said builder's, builder's grade. Builder's grade, mid-grade. So, builder's grade's your Whirlpool, Kenmore, yeah. some products like uh, Frigidaire. Yeah. That's your builder's grade. Mid-grade, GE. Yeah. Um, KitchenAid's right there. And then your yeah. Viking, Sub-Zero. That's your high High grade. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. I have builder's grade. There's nothing wrong with them yeah. at all. Yeah, builder's grade, grade granite. Yes. A lot yeah. of times we're going in, they have from Malka, they tile tops. You yeah. go put granite in, it automatically increases your value. Yeah. And it's builder's grade. Yeah. It's just a neutral color that they have a surplus in so they can sell it at a cheaper price. That's a builder's yeah. grade product. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it at all. No, there's not. If you make any type of improvement, it's going to put equity into your house, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even painting alone, you can paint a wall and make a huge difference. I always say the biggest difference you can do in a remodel is lighting. Light, yes. All day long. Yeah. And that's another thing real fast I'll touch on. Used to, you could run 14.2, which is a 14-gauge wire, pulls up to 15 amps okay. to light fixtures and plugs. New code they just adopted. Arlington, they dropped off at Arlington. You get to run 12.2 to everything. 20 amps. Bigger wire, more money. Let me do some math here for you. Okay. LED 6-inch lights, we put them in at your house. Yeah. We put them in everywhere. They maybe pull 0.02 amps. 0.02 so if you do 10, you're getting to 0.2 amps. 
but yet we're running a 20 amp wire to that thing. Where is the logic in that? There's none. 14.2 could be ran all day, no problem. But yeah. it's these new codes. I, I will never understand it. Yeah. I will never understand it. So it's just frustrating. And what we do is just try to keep up with the codes to obviously pass inspections. Yeah. Because I've had electricians tell me they wired in Arlington and other places. They ran 14.2. Inspector came in and said, rip it all out, 12.2. Oh, my gosh. And talk about eating some money. That is a lot of money. So, and they can come in and say, well, we had a, it's not on our website yet or anything. We're adopting it, but we're adopting it now. And you have to What's the cost difference between 12 and 14? About $150 a roll. So 200, so we used to buy 250 foot, we'll do a thousand feet. We used to buy that about 400, 600, 400 bucks. It's up to almost 1200. Yeah. So 14.2, you could buy for about a hundred thousand foot roll, about 300 to about 700. I mean, it's, it's substantial. Jeez. And then the new energy code is really pushing a commercial to go almost 90, I think it's 93 or 94% all LED lighting, all of it. So if you were to go in and do a rebuttal build new, it has to be 93% or higher in LED lighting. That is, wow. So it's just, because, you know, they don't pull any heat. There's no heat. There's no, you don't have to worry about a fire burning or anything like that. Yeah. So it's just, it's frustrating. It's, that's the best word you could put. It's frustrating. Because yeah. you could do everything. Hey, I've looked at y'all local amendments. Y'all are still on 2018. Okay. We can look at all that. You start doing it, unless you have a relationship with an inspector, then you can go in and do all that, and then you have to eat that cost because they've adopted this one. It's just not updated yet on their website. So let me ask you this. Is this causing you to change how many clients you take on at a time now? Just because, I mean, it can be a pain in the ass just to have 10 clients as it is, right, with 10 different personalities, 10 different whatevers, right? And then now it's even harder to service the client do you, have you had to just like, hey, I'm just gonna have to charge more and do less clients? Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Because at the end of the day, if you if they don't listen and we don't start when everything's there, then we could have 10 projects sitting. Oh. And then how's that look for a contractor to the homeowner? Mm -hmm. Why are you not here? What do you want me to do? I've ordered it four months ago. It's not here. We've it's it, Patience is the biggest thing I can teach right now. Yeah. Patience, patience have some patience and some grace. It's out of our, if it's here, we're going to get it done. Yeah. But if it's not, don't think we're not going around making phone calls or driving around like I did for that siding. I'll find it. Yeah. It's just a matter of where can we find it and how much can we get. And you're saying on the remodels going, we can start the project once we have everything. Yeah. Like I, like for instance, hey, I, we get a check or what, hey, I'm going to go ahead and order it. I'm going to show you how much it is. We can deal with that later. But if yeah. we can get appliances and we, so when we do remodels, you've, met, you've seen Susan's work and everything. Yeah. I get the plans. If we don't change those plans, I'm ordering windows, I'm doing yeah. everything, because I got accounts all these different places. Yeah. Then we got that ball rolling, right? Yeah. So then I can go to the manufacturers and say, hey, I need A, B, and C in lumber. Once that's delivered, we got windows and doors and stuff, then we're starting, because I can keep everybody in line wow. and keep going. Otherwise, we can frame it and it's gonna sit there. And so you have no kitchen, no nothing, and you got the house demo because you wanted to start. Yeah. What's well, sitting there for two or three months. Right. Out of my control. Yeah. So yeah, we took charge a little more, because obviously insurance went up. Yeah. And across the board, and then you got the fuel surcharge because now <laughs> I'm paying. It cost me two hundred dollars. I didn't even fill up my truck. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's another. I mean, just add that into the whole supply chain mixture stuff. If you got to truck that stuff in, gas is costing you twice as much exactly. as it did before. And now we're absorb not absorbing, but we're getting that cost now. Is hey, delivery was a hundred, now it's two fifty to three hundred just for the fuel. Yeah, yeah. So domino effect. It's the domino effect. That's what we're going to label this show. We're going to label this show <laughs> domino effect, 
right? The butterfly effect. Yeah. One of the little ripples going to make ripples everywhere. It does. Well, what else, what else you got on there? You got anything else on your list there? Uh, well, I was just saying now, you know, beforehand, like when we did y'all's remodel and before pre-COVID, I would give you a bid. Now, a lot of contractors and home builders are doing cost plus. All right. Explain that. That's where we didn't go in and tell the audience about that. So Educate the audience on used that. to, we could do, what I do is a line by line item. It's black and white. Here's demo. Here's lumber. Here's everything. Here's the price. And then you'd put a percentage on top of that to make your money, however. So now with the manufacturing and all the surcharges and everything is I'm going to bid it, but I'm going to show you every receipt that's coming in because mm-hmm. you're going to get it at cost. Yeah. I'm not marking it up. All we're going to agree on is that contractor fee at the end. Yeah. So that's a cost plus bid. Yeah. So if I bid, for instance, we're building a new home and the lumber prefab's 40000 It comes in at $38,000. i am going to show you 38 and charge you 38 Okay. 38 is going to go to that final percentage down here. Whereas before, you, you know, it would have been like, okay, hey, I got to make an extra 2000 because I bid 50000 for the deal. I was going to make ten. Now I'm going to make twelve, And then now it's like, hey, you're just, you're going to pay what the price is, what the price is plus my fee. Correct. Right. So, which benefits them if something goes down, but doesn't hurt you if the price goes exactly up. it protect that's the main thing is it protects for pricing going up that yeah. way i'm not eating that yeah. cost yeah and if, because it's across the board on everything now yeah you know so that's the cost plus bid. so we're doing that now um and then another thing too as you've seen in my bids is i do an unforeseen circumstance yeah i've been around the block if we're going to do a remodel there's going to be termite damage there's going to be mm-hmm. mold there's going to be something well if you go and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you go or freaking inspector missed something, yeah. right? Because you had a lousy inspector. Yeah. Here nor there has always had a 15 or 20% of the whole fee mm-hmm. in that. And if we don't use it, we don't use it, but it's there for budgeting purposes. Yeah. So if you have a client saying, hey, we've got equity in the house, we're gonna go get a loan, well, then that fee's gone. Bank yeah. won't write it. Yeah. They have their own contingency they do on and it never gets to that 15 to 20%. Yeah. Because they want to save their money, Yeah. right? Yeah. So we're starting to see, and so then if we find something, I have to go to the homeowner and say, Either we try to get the bank to get it, or you have to get it out of pocket. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Where beforehand it was already there for budgeting purposes and everything. So it's a learning curve, and I think I'll stay at cost plus from now on. Yeah, and that's the thing is that you know, not just uh, the construction industry, but I think that you know we're going to have to do things different now period absolutely right really different world now and and, and and you do you you know and here's the thing is you'll get you'll get people that will chastise you for stuff and everything else and you're like look if i don't do this then i'm going to go out of business and if i go out of business then guess what 10 new people just got added to the unemployment line correct not even including myself correct right? is you got to keep changing pivoting evolving figuring it out Right, because I know how much your wife loves change. Mm, yeah, yeah, you know, and and then like rainbows and said, butterflies. With that. Yeah, and she's like, you know, why are we changing? Why are we changing? It's like because you're adapting. We to, we're having to right now. Right, absolutely. We do not want to be obsolete, and we are changing for the better. Absolutely. Right. We are getting more efficient. We are able to do things, and then, you know, and we were, you know, our model was a lot different too. You know, even even. When five years ago, I was like, this is what I think we could build. And we have over the last five years, but still how many things changed in it because it was like, ooh, I thought that would work, but now we need to pivot and do this because that. And then just throw in the whole March of 2020 mm-hmm. thing happening, right? Is, but that's what we do. And then we're, we're actually getting it now where 
now it is better for the team, right? So it is coming to fruition where we'll get to see how well that works starting June 13th through July 13th. I'll let when you know. Man, I need beers like now. And well, <laughs> well, you're gonna have to call a satellite because I'm gonna be in Alaska nice. during that four weeks. As you should. Is, is to be able to go, and then a lot of people are like, "Well, you know," because I did want to take Laura on a trip. She is. I mean, I've overtaxed her for so long. You know, she's worn out. She's ready for a good trip. And uh, but it was also to go. Hey, let's see if all these businesses can run. Absolutely. Without us. And if we come back and the house hadn't burned down, then hey, all right. Absolutely. So yeah, that's where we're at. Good. Well, I mean, I mean, we don't even have to go into to you know what would twenty year old you tell a twenty year old self? Hell, you probably change it every time, anyways, right? Cause, well, I I was thinking about that because I remember the last time, and I think if if I could just throw a little note in there is I think it's definitely different from the last one. But if I had to say anything. You know, when you're growing up, it's like, oh, the, you want to be popular, you want to be this. I think you just surround yourself with people that have a mindset of wanting to be successful. You don't need 30, 40 friends. Mm-mm. You need two or three, five at the max. But have that mindset of like a, wanting to build something or success, and you will be successful, in my opinion. No, you're 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 a million percent right. You know, and that's one of those things that, you know, I never, you know, I, I was never around bad people i just was never you know growing up i learned who the right people and those circles change they do all the time right they evolve they mm-hmm. change you know depending on what level you're playing at and what you're doing uh so okay so people want to learn more about you where, where do they go where do they find you so we have a website www.stumrock.com there's no r in front of the u which everybody does it's s-t-u-m-r-o-c-k and then we're on instagram social media at stumrock construction all right, and you heard it there. So if you were driving down the street, didn't have a chance to write it down, and you missed his first episode a year and a half ago, go ahead and go to our website, myexperiencedrealtor.com, and uh, click on Read More Dustin Stum the second time around, and uh, you'll be able to download his uh, uh, episode as well as how to get a hold of him. I personally vouch for the man. He's done a wonderful job for me on multiple occasions to include – Everything from a total back to the studs remodel to a back to the studs addition mm-hmm. onto the house type of remodel to just scraping it and building a new one. This man's done it all, and I can vouch for you. Thanks for coming in, I appreciate in, it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Good time.